Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you have autoimmune disease or cancer and in a way that you never thought possible. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. This is the Grateful Warrior Podcast and I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Hey there, my Grateful Warrior. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior Podcast. Tony Robbins has this awesome quote, and he says, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. Isn't that amazing? When you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. We are going to unpack that today and how gratitude is a force of nature. But before we begin, make sure you go to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. Link's also in the show notes, but it's a two-minute quiz. It's a gratitude personality quiz and find out how much gratitude and grit you have. And then also be sure to hit the follow button where you're listening and tap those five stars and leave a great review because it would mean so much to me to hang out with you every week. And then also because it'll help to get this brand new podcast out and this wonderful message out to more grateful warriors. So at the time of taping this, and I'm still like a week or so out, But by the time you are listening to this episode, Aiden has hopefully, fingers crossed, (laughs) graduated from high school, crossed the stage, did the tassel thing. And we're, of course, very proud of him. He's always had to work hard in school and he's an Eagle Scout and he's off to college. So, yeah, proud stepmama here. And even though I'm super proud of this child who has been in my life since he was five years old and he's 19 now still very much a typical teenage boy. And if you've ever been around a teenage boy, you know that their default is to live in a state of gross. And I say that with all of the love and sincerity in the world, but they just don't care about basic hygiene or the fact that their room always smells like a combination of Doritos and stinky foot fungus. And I'm not even going to say the brand name, but you know that spray that they use that tries to like cover up the fact that everything smells and then they use this spray and it's obnoxious. Like that spray makes my eyes bleed. It's totally banned in our house, but it's just like, it's the funniest thing. And it doesn't matter who you are. Like every boy mom knows this. So anyway, at the beginning of the pandemic, we switched some rooms around in the house because I wanted a real office. Like I had this two by three nook in the kitchen that I work from. I wanted a real office and a real door and a real workspace so that I could work in somewhat peace with all of the chaos going on in the house with everyone home. So by doing that, we moved his room and changed his room around. And we kind of created this really cool kind of teen boy dorm room for him. It's got a loft bed and a couch and a TV and a fridge. It's like seriously the ultimate room. And so he's been loving this room, but I think he's taking a little too much advantage of the refrigerator because a few months ago, he bought a frozen dinner. I don't know where he got it from, but he just decided that he needed a frozen dinner and he put it in his refrigerator. Well, it thawed. And with 50-50 custody and with him, I guess, not checking the refrigerator that much, um, it was probably in there for a while, like at least a couple of weeks, just marinating in its own rotting stench. So he opened up the fridge, I guess, found it, decided that it was a little too much, and he brings the frozen dinner downstairs. Now, he did not throw it out in the regular trash can. He did not take it outside to the outside garbage can. 
nope, he just left it on the counter because that's what teenage boys do. And literally within seconds, like within seconds, the entire kitchen smelled like rotting food. And then it spread all throughout the downstairs. It was disgusting. I mean, I wanted to throw up so bad. It was that disgusting. You know, and then it was Aiden, get in here. And Aiden's all clues. He's like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, we had to open the windows and turn on the fans. And it took a long time for that smell to dissipate. I mean, it was disgusting. But here's the thing. And I want you to pay attention to this. The negative thoughts that we have, they spread as quickly as that rotting food. Neuroscientist and psychologist, Dr. Rick Hansen, has made an entire career of studying the brain. And he has found that 80% of our thoughts are negative and 20% are positive. He basically has said that the brain is like Velcro for negative thoughts and Teflon for positive thoughts. This is actually called negativity bias, if you want a fancy word for it. But our brain's primary job is to keep us safe and alive and to just always be on the lookout for threats. This is how our brain does its job. This is how the brain keeps us safe. And Dr. Hansen says it much more eloquently than I do. He's all distinguished and sciencey, and I've been following him for years, and I love his work. And I'm over here talking about rotting food and teenage boy funk. Because sometimes you can read about the scientific benefits, and it makes sense in your head. It just doesn't always translate into how it works in real life. And kind of interestingly, one of my students recently made a comment. And she said she never quite understood why gratitude wasn't working the way she thought it should. And she actually was like, I don't know what you do or how you do it, but you get gratitude in a totally different way than I've always been taught. And it finally makes sense to me. And I appreciate her kind words because while the science of gratitude is awesome, there is always a practical aspect that we need to understand to help us make sense of it. And there are numerous studies about gratitude and the benefits of practicing gratitude. And we're going to dig deeper into the science in, in another episode. And of all the studies and all the awesomeness, my favorite benefit is that gratitude increases your mental strength. That's what I call fortitude. And we're going to dive deeper into fortitude actually in the next episode. So make sure you hit the follow button where you're listening so that you'll know when the new podcast episodes are going to be dropped. But back to fortitude. Okay, gratitude keeps us mentally resilient. And my students in the gratitude lab understand the concept of control, that you can't control the majority of the external forces that happen in your life. You can't control other people's words and emotions, but you can control your own emotions and you can control how you react to the situation. And gratitude, gratitude is the chief control officer in your life and in your brain. Gratitude is what rewires your brain so that instead of when something happens that's negative and you respond with equal or greater negativity, you now have complete ownership of that state of gratitude and you can respond in a state of being calm and in control. Gratitude helps us to become that strong oak tree that stands its ground during the storm. That's mental resilience. That's fortitude. Gratitude anchors us. If you think about a boat just floating along doing its little boaty thing, and it's not anchored, right? It's just a little boat doing its boaty thing. 
even if the weather is calm, there's still going to be some small waves and little by little that water, right? The waves, the water, the current, it's going to move the boat away from its position. And then if a storm comes along, that boat's going to get tossed around and may even be damaged from the storm. We're that boat. Gratitude is our anchor. You're not going to get knocked around regardless of the weather and the storm. You will persevere with gratitude. And if you want to take that even a step further and get a little meta, right? Anchor that gratitude to your, your religion, your faith, your spiritual practice, and it becomes even stronger. And here's another way to look at gratitude as a force of nature. And I want you to think about a stream. Now, okay, I grew up in a really rural community and we call them cricks. So if you're listening and you're country folk, like you get it, you call it a crick. And if you're not, you're like, what is she talking about a stiffness? <laughs> so I'm just going to call it a stream. We'll just go with that. All right. So streams have water. And you think about, okay, so you got a stream, streams the water. And then the rocks in the stream are like the obstacles in life. So gratitude is like the flowing water in the stream. And the water is just going to flow over the rocks. It's going to flow over it without any hesitation because that's the movement that it's in. In fact, the water doesn't just flow over the rocks. The water takes that hard surface on that rock and it makes it smooth. Back to the Tony Robbins quote. When you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. Just like the rock in the water. Those obstacles, that fear and anxiety and anger, all of those emotions disappear. And the abundance of that rushing water, that love and happiness and laughter, that appears. That's the force of nature. But here's the thing. If gratitude is a force of nature, if gratitude can literally rewire our brain, then why do I keep hearing over and over and over again when people come into my community that they have struggled with getting a gratitude practice to stick? I'm making my list of three things. I'm saying my affirmations. I'm trying to stay strong and have those positive vibes. So why does gratitude fail so many of us? Especially when gratitude is what we need the most in life and it's free. This is unacceptable because you are worthy of gratitude. You deserve gratitude. And I was already full on in my own gratitude practice, both studying the science and then also in my own practice. And I just, I kept hearing this over and over again. I knew it was important to hit the pause button and go back to the root cause. And that's when I took my psychology degree from back in the day 15 years of project management training and experience, 12 years of dealing with cancer and autoimmune and debilitating chronic fatigue, eight plus years of studying natural health and five plus years of studying gratitude. And here we are. I created a very specialized and unique approach to help you build a gratitude practice on your own terms to get it to stick and to build fortitude, strength and resilience in the process. And we do that by flipping gratitude upside down. It's kind of fun, like a cartwheel. So if any of this resonates with you, I want to challenge you with something. If you are on that gratitude list treadmill, if you keep trying the same thing over and over again and it's not working, you have a decision to make. You can stay on the gratitude treadmill or you can raise your hand and say, you know what? I am ready to let gratitude be a force of nature in my life. I am ready to look at gratitude differently. I am ready to incorporate gratitude and anchor it with my faith or my spiritual practice. 
I am ready to be steadfast and to have that mental resilience and that fortitude in my life. I am ready to flip gratitude upside down because the old way isn't working. And if that's you, then I invite you to take, we've got the two minute quiz, pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. And the link is in the show notes. Discover how much gratitude and grit that you have. It's a, it's a fun quiz. It takes about two minutes. And when you get the results, you will get your gratitude personality and free resources that are customized just for you. Gratitude is a force of nature. And you are deserving of an abundance of love and happiness and laughter and joy and gratitude. So hit the follow button where you're listening and tap those five stars. And I'd love for you to leave a great review because it would mean so much to me and also to help get this brand new podcast out to more grateful warriors because they need this wonderful message too. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior podcast. It's been so great to hang out with you. Have an awesome week and I'll see you next week. We have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that like, oh shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. The link is also in the show notes.